I'm Lauren. And I'm Megan. We're best friends. We grew up together and grew apart. For just a hot minute. Found our way back to another, and now we're growing with each other through life struggles and victories. We've each been forced to face some of life's big challenges. Miscarriage, infertility, divorce, cancer, infidelity, co-parenting. Ups and downs with relationships, kids, careers, and fear around the unknown. We want to be the voice for you when you're at a loss for words. The reasoning for when you're left wondering why. Your support when you feel alone and your cheerleaders for when you're taking action to bust through doubts. Listen along as we talk about all things that take a a mindset mindset like like a a mother. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome back to another episode of Mindset Like a Mother. And I can't even believe it is already the 10th of January um, and we are in it, right? 2021 has started with a bang. So um, this is Megan and this will be a solo episode and If timing works out, Lauren and I will probably each come to you solo, and then we will have a joint talk about this topic. But let's be honest, the new year is always an amazing time to reflect, right? And whereas, you know, everyone has their opinions about resolutions and such, you know, I spent a lot of time over the holidays, A, trying to intentionally disconnect. I was successful a couple of times, a couple of days, so really resetting, um, And that means from a stress perspective, sometimes that is like a purging perspective, right? Getting your your space cleaned out, taking time off work, really allowing yourself to process um, the year we just closed out and set intentions and action for the year ahead, which to me is always really, really exciting. Um, But I'm definitely, we've talked about this before, I'm a very goal-centric person. So I love having things to do that are fairly clear and measurable and knocking them off my list. So I like that the new year kind of has created that level of structure and intention. So I definitely, um, we set these little like um, activity boards with the kids and I love doing that. Um, just things that we want to accomplish in the year, places we want to go, skills we want to learn. It's a really fun activity. And my older two being seven, they, they understand now and it's cool to look at in February, March and kind of check off the things that we've already accomplished. And it can be silly, like, um, you know, dance or wrestle or pray or teach, you know, their younger sister something, but they can be big things too, like go to the beach or, you know, um, swim without swimmies or without, you know, ride bikes without training wheels. So that's one thing we do as a family. Um, that's really kind of a fun tradition. Um, the other, we talked about a lot this time last year, Lauren and I did on our Insta lives. Um, and it is the concept of vision boards and um, choosing a word for the year. So a word that you're going to kind of keep coming back to, to help center yourself, to keep yourself accountable and in check. And maybe it's a word just to give you some peace, peace of mind and direction. So last year, ironically enough, my word was mindset. Um, 
And it is kind of cool looking back that the word was mindset and we did officially launch this podcast, Mindset Like a Mother. So I like that. Um, the other thing too is I had so many challenges with mindset, right? Um, so that was kind of neat to just see what that word ended up meaning at the end of 2020. Um, and I took some time. So the new year, and I won't get into it on this episode, but the new year definitely, um, like I said, came in, came in hot this past week. Um, and I did not get a chance last weekend to do my personal vision board. I had started it, started cutting out some words, new things that were really, really important to me this year, such as seeing my friends outside in our backyard. You know, that was a huge goal for us the beginning of last year was to host parties. We finally had, you know, this home we had bought a few years ago in some sort of order haha, um, to start hosting. And that was something that we really, really loved doing. Well, obviously, um, COVID hit, we ended up with one party and then we've not had people really inside our home since. So we've decided once the nice weather comes, we will continue to host people outside, socially distant, etc. So that's very important to me. So a lot of my vision for this year is just being a lot more um, social with respect to the situation, I realized, but um, I didn't realize how much I need that, right? I'm a very social person. I love the interaction of seeing other people and entertaining and just laughing, making memories, having fun. So anyway, so that's kind of what centers my vision board this year. And then as far as a word, I I went back and forth on this one and it was so ironic. Lauren and I actually picked out the same word without telling each other. And I, I won't share hers. Um, they're similar, but I um, my word for 2021 is strength um, because I feel like life definitely got the best of me too often last year and my circumstances did. And I am committed this year to being stronger. And that's not saying I'm not going to have hiccups, right? So every single day, something is going to challenge your mental toughness. And it's just training yourself to let it affect you less and less and keep that bubble around you of good energy stronger and not let the nasty energy in. Um, some days we succeed, some days we feel miserably, miserably. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing the last couple weeks, really just getting myself ready, excited, pumped about this new year. One thing that our listeners, you guys have mentioned is very important to you is health and fitness and healthy habits, eating right, living right, um, for a healthier you. So, I owe a lot of my health, um, my physical um, health to Lauren for introducing me and a few of my other colleagues actually for introducing me to Orange Theory a couple of years ago, actually just two years ago now, I suppose, after I had my youngest. Um, So that was really my first official step into a group fitness. I'd never been to a group fitness class in my life. I was not one of those girls that like did the... um, not kickboxing, but what was like body pump? Oh my gosh. I had so many girlfriends used to go to body pump. Like I always like politely said, no, like I do not work out in front of other people. I was quite self-conscious about it. Um, not my, not my scene whatsoever. So I don't know why 
to me, Orange Theory just like came at the right time that I never was hesitant to try it. And if you know me well, I'm now definitely part of the quote unquote cult that it is. Um, but Lauren did it for a while as well and had great success. Um, one thing that I love that they do each new year is they kick off something called the transformation challenge. So I did this last year, beginning of the year, and it really helps you stay accountable to your goals. Um, and that's one of the things I think, you know, that's all the jokes to like, go. Oh, the gyms are packed on January 1st, but by March, they're back to their normal. So normal capacity. So you have to really ask yourself when it comes to health and fitness, why do you want to live a healthier lifestyle? You know, what is driving you to be better, eat healthier, you know, be different than you are today? So I think that's the first thing. Um, I think the other thing is setting very realistic goals. Lauren joked about this on the last episode, but it's like, you know, if you've never ran a mile, please don't commit yourself to running a marathon this year. You know, start small, like commit to running a 5K or a 10K, you know, and, and knock those little goals off first so that you have some success and it feels really good. Um, so starting small, I think there's a lot to be said for accountability. And that's ultimately why I love Orange Theory. If you don't know much about it, you actually get charged if you miss a class. Yeah, don't mess with my money, right? So even when the kids don't sleep well and I've been up off and on all night and I don't wanna wake up at 4.30 or 5.30 in the morning, I don't want to get a penalty charge. And I know even if I'm tired, I will feel so much better if I just go to class. So I love the accountability that my type of fitness allows, but I also love the people that I've met um, that help hold me accountable. Orange Theory has a coach that leads every single class. So you're getting better and you're being motivated real time. Um, not so much by the people around you. Like I really don't notice the people in my classes. And I don't know that people believe me when I say that, but like, I really don't like I go and get so focused on me. And that's part of why I love it. It's a very selfish thing that I get to enjoy. And that's part of, again, my obsession with it. Um, so being realistic, starting small with your new year goals, getting someone or a group that can help hold you accountable. Um, one thing last year that the Orange Theory Transformation Challenge did for me it actually helped me cut out my sugar intake. I say cut out. For a period of time, kind of cut out. So each week of this eight-week challenge, there's like a different like big challenge. So like one week, you definitely go alcohol-free, which isn't that difficult. For me, maybe coming off 2020, it will be a little bit more difficult. Um, but giving up alcohol, I think I actually ended up going almost a month last year without alcohol during the challenge. I stopped putting coffee in my sugar. You guys. I remember a time when I worked downtown Cincinnati, I would go to Dunkin' Donuts on the fountain with a girlfriend and I would get heavy, heavy. So I would order a coffee and I would get heavy cream and heavy sugar. I remember looking at the sugar coming into my drink. I mean, I was a true sugar addict. So the fact now that I drink black coffee is like one of the biggest wins I've had. Um, and that didn't happen cold turkey, right? I, I whittled it out, you know, over time. Um, I, again, you have to know yourself, you know, where, where's your weakness? Is it the ice cream? Is it the diet Coke? You know, where do you splurge from a, from a health perspective and cut it out? You know, if it's important to you and you want to make a change, you have to know what to cut out. I'm very realistic. I do not have self-control with sweets, so they simply cannot enter my house at work. Of course I don't eat sweets. So of course there's always good food, in the break room. 
I don't touch it. You know, like there were donuts last week. I walked on by like, that's very easy for me to say no to, but in my home where no one else would know if I, you know, eat an Oreo or 10 (laughs) or 20, I can't do that. You know? So we just don't buy the things that are tempting to us. You know, that's the easiest answer. So I am super excited. The transformation starts or takes off later this week. And I am pumped because for the first time, my partner in crime, my husband is actually going to do it as well. And a couple of my girlfriends. So it is going to be really fun to see the results. Um, I'm very intrigued because COVID hit last year. I never went back for my final, they call them body scans. So it's not like a weight loss competition. It's like a percentage of body fat. Um, So again, it's truly you versus you, you becoming the best you you can be, which is different than your neighbor. Again, um, never compare. We are all different humans. Um, So I never went back though for my final body scan. So I'm super intrigued to see where I stand this January versus last January. Um, But it's going to be exciting. Lauren will get into, and when we come on together, you know, she is a true certified health and life coach. And if you've seen her workouts on Insta, like she's on another level, you know, I only hope and aspire to be, to be as fit as she is one day, but I have learned a lot from her. Um, I also have other folks, close friends and family in my life that are health coaches and have taught me very simple ways to be more aware of what I'm putting in my body and my family's body um, from reading labels and just understanding what's hidden inside of what we eat. Um, So we will get into more of that in upcoming episodes. But again, it was refreshing to see so many people weigh in and that health and fitness is such a big Um, topic for women, which I guess shouldn't be a huge surprise. But as we kick off the new year, if you're doing goal setting, if you're doing planning, I recommend, you know, start small, be realistic, have other people, make other people aware of what your goals are um, and get people that are accountable with you, right? People that are jumping to the same, the same goal that you are to help each other push harder. You know, that's always fun, you know, to be in it with someone else. So That is all I have. Look forward to chatting with you all. Um, Happy 2021. I pray that this year is full of joy. Um, Even though, again, the first first week of this year is definitely coming with a bang. But again, it's up to us to find the joy in, in everything that we do every single day. So thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, message us, um, knowing that we're going to be talking about this for a couple more episodes. If there's something specific, drop us a note. We are always here. Thanks so much. Thanks again so much for listening. We hope that something you heard resonated with you. And if you feel that someone else in your life could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it. That is our goal is to just reach as many women as possible. And if you want to follow us along more, we are on Instagram at mindset like a mother. Please feel free to DM us or comment on any posting about any topics that you want more insight on, and we will be sure to address those topics and questions. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.